Okay, we're now going to consider the general physical assessment. This is the first part of the system assessment that you will have to do for the majority of the systems that we're talking about within this module. This is how you approach the patient and how you initiate the examination before you get into the system specific examination. So you would have taken a history by this point, you would have identified which system or systems you wish to um, examine. And now you're going to do a general health overview of your patient just to, to rule out any significant illnesses um, that you, they may have before you move into the system specific area. You're obviously going to initiate the system, you're going to get consent, you're going to explain um, this, what's going to happen, so it needs to be informed consent. You're going to make sure they realise that you'll be laying hands on them, you'll be examining them, you may be undressing them at some point, so you need to make sure uh, that that is understood. You also need to consider the need for a chaperone and things like that, if, if, if so be it, if it's a, particularly if it's an intimate um, examination. Consider the environment, make sure it's private, make sure it's screened off, make sure it's warm, especially if you need to undress people. Make sure your hands are clean, make sure you clean them in front of your patients so they can see that they are clean. Uh, consider um, your length of your fingernails and the cleanliness of your fingernails and obviously you should be bare below the elbow. Now we're going to consider the order of the examination. Generally, the clinician stands to the patient's right. There is no real reason to this, um, but that's just become medical convention. And most physical assessments, I stress the word most because not all, will follow this particular order, which is inspection, palpation, percussion and auscultation. If you're looking at one of the major systems, if you're looking at MSK, then you're going to follow the look, feel, move approach. So we're going to look at inspection, palpation, percussion and auscultation in slightly more detail. So inspection, we're going to consider the mnemonic SUM teams. Okay, and S stands for symmetry. Is the patient symmetrical? O is for older than chronological years, which is fairly obvious. M, mental acuity, are they able to converse with you? Do they know their name and the basic biographical data? Uh, are they confused? Are they not making any sense? Expression, are they pained? Are they angry? Are they upset? Trunk, any obvious um, weight gain or, or significant weight loss recently? Extremities, think about nail beds, think about noses and lips. Um, is there any obvious um, cyanosis that you need to be concerned about? Appearance, are they well kept? Um, do they look smart? Um, do they look disheveled? Do they look neglected? Movement, if you can see them move, then that's will you'll consider their gait and their general ability to mobilize. And you're also going to consider their, their speech. Is it slurred? Is it clear? Um, is there any speech problems that uh, may be unique since they've become unwell? 
and obviously any red flags you're going to consider and deal with at that point you come across them. We're then going to look at palpation. Basically when you palpate you're feeling for texture, temperature, moisture, mobility of any organs, consistency and, and response. So the patient's response to your palpation. Do they wince? Do they guard? Do they cry out in pain? A couple of different methods as a sort of a light one-handed approach and there's the slightly deeper two-handed approach which we would have um, considered during the lecture. You can also use it on the edge of your hand on occasion which is allegedly quite sensitive. Okay you shouldn't be wearing gloves for this that will affect your ability to feel. Percussion um, again this is about locating organs locating their borders, identifying their size and shape and position, and consider whether they are um, solid and um, or air-filled or fluid-filled. can be direct, so directly onto a bone, for example, or it can be indirect, so you palpate someone's abdomen, um, but you're indirectly trying to locate organs and structures below. You're not percussing directly onto the underlying organ. Again, you're not going to be wearing gloves. You're going to make sure your nails are nice and short so you don't hurt yourself. We discussed the technique during the lecture, um, but the sort of sounds you might hear, uh, timpani, so um, air in a, in a, in a semi-rigid structure like the bowel, uh, resonance, so um, large quantities, or, or uh, sorry, not large quantities, but air-filled area, uh, like a lung, etc. Um, hyper-resonant large quantities of air with hyperinflated chests, dullness, solid tissue like liver, spleen or heart, or flat, so dense muscle or bone. I'm then going to consider auscultation. So you're listening for um, adventitious sounds, you're listening for the quality of sound and you're listening for the absence or, or, or non-absence of, of sounds which could be significant. You need to make sure um, that the earbuds are in the right way round, it's nice and tight, it's nice and quiet, you haven't got um, tubing that's far too long, you need to apply a nice bit of pressure, you need to discover whether you need to use a diaphragm or bell or, or both. Sort of sounds you're listening for are vesicular, bronchovesicular, and bronchial, which again we would we would have discussed in the in the session. Okay, so they're the basic techniques of a general assessment. We've considered inspection, we've considered palpation, percussion, and auscultation. Now we're actually going to look at um, the order of things. We're always going to start with the hands. And we're going to think about the warmth and hydration and moisture of those hands. And some other conditions which we might see on the hand. Tendon, vanfermata, uh, palmar erythema, Janeway lesions, things like that. Then we're going to move to nail beds. And we're going to examine the nail beds quite closely on both hands. Remember, everything is done bilaterally from now on. We're going to consider Osler nodes, if there's any obvious clubbing, splinter hemorrhages or Terry's nails, any cyanosis or Jupitron's contracture may be obvious at this point.
and we're going to consider cap refill and look for staining and things like that. We're now going to move up to the face and we're going to consider eyes and there's a variety of conditions that may be evident within the eyes. They could be pallid, so they could be anemic, could have a corneal arcus or xanthalasmata. They could have um, yellowing from uh, jaundice. Then we're going to finish off at the mouth. We're going to consider any odours. We're going to consider any cyanosis. And we're going to consider dentition because um, that may lead to illnesses if it's poor. And that is the end of the general assessment.